Live from Brooklyn, New York, this is Stay Busy with Armand Sadler. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Stay Busy with Armand Sather, where we have responsible dis- discussions on the music business and the music culture. We are here for busy sessions, as you know. That is our artist performance and interview series, and we have an incredible guest here for you. But before we get there, you know it's your boy, Armand Sather, a.k.a. Vegan Chorizo Poppy, a.k.a. founder of Bald Nigga Ballers. I don't have my hoochie shorts on today. I decided to take it back to the essence with, with my Adidas thought pants. Um, I'm, I'm not a thought, though. I'm, I am faithful and I'm happy, baby. I love you. Um, summer is quickly coming to an end. Wow, this is the fastest summer of my life, and I know I'm going to say that exact same thing next year, so hold me to that. But, um, you know, it's, it's been a summer of blessings, a lot of growth, a lot of fun. I've been inside a lot, saving. But um, the times that I have gotten outside, it's been, it's been a really good time. But enough about me. Huge, huge, huge thank you to our season two guest, Perfection, for making this connection happen. Today's guest is young, gifted, and black, bringing some of that <laughs> L.A. sun by way of the west side of Atlanta, you, by way of Boston, Massachusetts. Yes. She is a rapper that when you listen to her, you feel and you believe every single word. Don't just take it from me, because Kiki Palmer also took notice and featured her pen on Sticky, featuring Coyle Ray, which premiered on MTV's Club MTV, Dance Together, and the 2020 VMAs. You- Since her early projects like Once Upon a Time in Atlanta, all the way to recent singles backing it up in 22, she, is, she has emphasized hard-hitting bars and holistic music making. She has also lended her sharp pen to artists like Big Fridia, Flo Millie, Sugihana, and Central Park on Apple TV. One could say music for her now is easy money. The title of her track that you can find her performing on episode one of Issa Rae's HBO Max show Rap Shit. And was, she was also synced on Zeus's One Mo Chance. She says, new phone, who's this? Please state your name. Well, I'll listen to her. Welcome to the busy verse, Sunny MF. Yo, <laughs> that was a hell of an introduction. <laughs> Thank you, my brother. <laughs> Damn. Great to have you. Thank you so much for coming through. Yo, no, thanks for having me, man. How, how you feeling? How's the time I been in New York? Feeling great. It's been amazing. You know, I love New York. Um, this is like my first time visiting where I was like, you know what? I can really live here now. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? I've been here a couple times, but this this visit just, just hit a little different. Mm. I will say that for sure. Love yeah. that. Love to yeah. hear that. So doing research on you, I discovered so much. You do, you do a lot. You, 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 you're out here cooking. Thank you, man. But one of my favorite facts about you is that you were born in June. Yes. J- June 17th? June 13th. 13th, I'm sorry. 12 yes. days before me. Okay, June and I. There <laughs> we go. Gary. There we go. The most hated. But we the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's start at the very beginning. Um, you know, sure. born in born in Boston, moved to Atlanta. Talk yeah. about you know, um, your your household situation, family sure. growing up, ha, ha, and how you found music ultimately. 
Um, yeah, I was born in Boston. Um, you know, my family, we moved down south. My grandmother, she was she was uh, diagnosed with cancer. So, you know, my mom, we, we packed up, moved down south. We was in South Carolina, majority of my family down there. Mm-hmm. After she passed, my mom wanted to, you know, move out there. And the original plan was to go to Florida. So, but they stopped in uh, in Atlanta. And we stopped when the Olympics was there. And, mm-hmm. like, my mom just, like, fell in love with him. And was just like, all right, cool, this is where mm-hmm. it's at. You feel me? So, and then we just parked there and just kept it going. I'm just happy they chose that spot. I couldn't imagine growing up in none of the places they were thinking uh, I couldn't imagine yeah I'd be probably be a whole different person you know right. environment really you know shapes the person you are or and become right. so um yeah I love Atlanta man I'm from the west side you know what I mean I grew up my mom and my pops yeah um my mom she was a model so you know seeing her and like you know magazines and her accolades around the house it just seemed normal for my dreams when I was a kid like I always wanted to do this since I was like you know seven years old I always see myself exactly where I'm at right now so yeah, yeah, I love it. And your mom wasn't just any model. Nah. <laughs> One of the first black models yes. to model at the Palace of Versailles. Yes, 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 definitely. Yeah, that's a very historical moment in uh, fashion industry, the uh, Battle of Versailles in 1973. Mm-hmm. Next year is their uh, 50th anniversary, so I'm, you know, I'm proud of it. It's crazy. Like, I didn't really learn who she was until, you know, I became an adult because right. she was just at the crib, and I was just like, yeah, you should get on Facebook. And then, <laughs> uh, like, then I just started diving deep into her, like, finding, mm-hmm. like, articles and she was like, oh, she been crazy. Mm. So, <laughs> so yeah, just, you know, uncovering who and what I came from, you yeah. know what I mean? It's just like, all right, it just made everything I'm doing just seem more realistic, more uh, attainable and everything. Yeah, yeah. 100%, 100%. And so... Um, in terms of like the music side, like was is your, your family a music musical family or was it kind of you that gained that interest yeah, like only, I mean, my pops back in the day, he used to DJ, so mm. um, I got to ask him his DJ name. I'm going to ask him that, too. Like, yo, what was your DJ name? Probably DJ Marky Mark or something, Big Red or something, <laughs> something like that. But um, uh, I'm the only one that was really uh, into music. Like, mm. my brothers and my pops, they know how to draw, like amazing i always wow. wanted to draw but it just was never my talent mm-hmm. honestly it was horrible <laughs> <laughs> so you know the being that i couldn't relate to them in that art form you know i started you know doing music and just really um my parents they older like so i always was around the greats like you know michael jackson mm-hmm. um prince stevie wonder bob marley the whole ziggy um ziggy marley the whole marley family honestly so yeah. just growing up in that environment and listening to that type of music definitely shaped you know what i mean the type of music i make and stuff too 100 percent. do you yeah. remember do you remember the first bars you ever wrote yes it's horrible <laughs> it's horrible <laughs> i was seven years old it was so ratchet. I was heavily influenced by Trina growing up. Mm. You know, she was like, you know, the female rapper. You know, I'm from the South. You know, up here, you know, back in, you know, back in the day, music was more regional. Right. So, yes. um, you know, female rapper that I heard on the radio a lot would be, you know, um, was Trina that nan nigga? Oh, and then you know all <laughs> the uh, female R and B groups and stuff like that. It was. Yeah. Um, it was something. I mean, I was beating on the car. <laughs> I don't even want to say it, but yeah. <laughs> oh, it was something else. I'm something else. <laughs> I should never been saying stuff like that at that young age. But you know, you don't know what the hell you be saying for you just be saying what yep. you hear. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 
Yeah. And so growing up in Atlanta and doing music, you know, I, I talk with so many people like I just love being from the outside looking in at Atlanta. Like it's such a it feels like such a family. You know, you got Gucci and everyone yeah. that Gucci's influence. You got Thug and what Thug is built. And, yeah. you know, you can go on and on with all the artists there. Like, yeah. ha- have you kind of felt that collaborative um, di- dynamic within people within your community or people that you've worked with? Like, oh, yeah, definitely. Atlanta is definitely a great hub for music. Mm-hmm. Um is the community is they'll embrace you as long as you fire shit and ain't nobody <laughs> embracing none of that weak shit but <laughs> yeah the community but they they definitely shape you know who i am how i perform you know how i carry myself and stuff like that um there's a lot of rappers out there that's doing their thing and yeah. shit but um it's just i moved to la just because i just wanted to expand the brand and just i felt like you know i reached my cap in Atlanta. you know it was just all like right. all right cool everybody know me everybody know what i'm doing at this point if uh if anybody wanted to route me on the nut taking this shit to the next level i felt like it would have happened right. so i was just like all right, i'm just you know take my talents to la they say you gotta leave your home you know to become mm-hmm. the hometown here Mm. So, so that's the mission I'm on. There you go. Yeah. Yo, and making that move to LA, you know, I it's some I want to move out there as well. And you know, everyone says you want to, you know, you want to make it in the entertainment industry, you got to go out to LA. Yeah. And, you know, I've I've obviously heard balanced stories. Some people have been thriving and had an yeah. amazing time. Some other people have, you know, taken some time to really get, get their feet under them and really yeah. get things going. So like that that first first experience, those first few months out there, like. Mm-hmm. Well, what was it like adjusting to, you know, the different time zone and yeah. just meeting new people and all that? It was amazing, honestly. I knew I was right where I needed to be because mm. um, even the plane ride there, I was like, yo, nigga, I am <laughs> really moving to L.A. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's what, And I moved in the, during pandemic, wow. you know what I mean? So, because, like, I was like, shit, if the world's about to really end, you know what I mean? My mm-hmm. world in L.A., man, because I, th- I this is what it was. Like, you know, because Atlanta didn't really shut down for real yeah. for the pandemic. You know, the clubs, they did stop. So that that part of Atlanta did kind of, like, chill. And that's why I was pretty much making my money in the club. So it was just like, all right, I need to try to figure some shit out. So I just got tired of sitting on my hands, too. And I came up here. Um, in May 2020 just for a little link on quarantine so then when I came up here and I was like yo this shit's real because mm-hmm. in Atlanta you wouldn't think it was real because you know we was open mm-hmm. man Times Square was empty everything was just different I'd never seen New York like that a right. day in my fucking life so I was like alright cool and I got a woke brother shout out to my brother Justice uh, so you know I'm just thinking about what he said the world about to end <laughs> I'm like yo nigga the world is about to end nigga we all about this is it these are, these are the times you feel what I'm saying so I was like alright I need to make a move some shit gotta mm-hmm. happen you feel what I'm saying so, um, like, I had the next month, June, I moved to L.A., you know what I'm saying? Like, the opportunity presented itself. I was in a relationship at the moment, and we was, like, on the rocks. It was, like, breaking up. That, that's why I was out here, too, and May doing. Right. <laughs> 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 but, um, so I was just like, you know, something got to give. And it's it's a place I always wanted to uh, go, but when the pandemic happened, it just like put a battery pack in me. It was just like, all right, we got to get the, like time. Yeah. Don't wait on nobody. So I need to get this shit going. It's such an interesting um, situation, the pandemic. I mean, Nick and I have talked on the pod before just about how like, you know, we kind of approached it like, all right, we're stuck in the house. Like, it's time to lock in. Like, Nick yeah. was writing on his, his, his dry erase board, Man. scheduling his whole day. Man. And it's just like, you know, you either kind of let the world and the state the state of the world get you down and yeah. like just kind of you know get complacent or you 
like you did, put the battery in your back you and like me? get things going. And um, so I, I love hearing that because that's something that I resonated with. Like my my career took a whole different turn in, in the pandemic, and it's you crazy. Seriously, it's like you really find out who was really grinding, who was really out here working. Because yeah. once the pandemic was over, it's like, oh damn, you did that, 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 that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, first like my first week there, um, my boy. Um, my boy's manager, shot to Upstairs, he's a songwriter, he wrote for Chris Brown, mm. he fired, That's that nigga is cold, I'm talking about he is fire. <laughs> he was in the city, you know what I mean, and his manager hit me, because I also do film work as well, and mm. I own a production company, so he hit me, he was like, yo, um, me and my artist, we're going to be in the city, can you, um, you know, um, film it and shit like that? I'm like, hell yeah, boom, and it was crazy, because... Only thing when I when I was on the plane headed to LA because I really want to work with Chris Brown. I was like, I just want to work with Chris Brown. And literally the third day, me being out there, like I get the opportunity to work with. You know what I mean? Um, the writers, I, I met his uh, Chris Brown engineer, some of the producers. The mm-hmm. producers would go crazy. Shout out to Kenyu. Um, so it was just like wow. So I just that made me realize, okay, I can do anything I want. I just got to be way more intentional because I said I want to work, you know, with Chris Brown. But it's just like I, you got to really be like on it, like exactly, yeah. exactly what you want. You feel what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because then you know, working is such a broad, you know, what I mean, thing. So it's just mm-hmm. like it made me be more, way more intentional and just let me know, like this shit really in, in the palm of my hands. It really is yeah. a crazy experience, you know, dreaming about something and then realizing that you're in the midst of those dreams yes, you know yes. kobe has that quote where the dream is the journey it's, yeah. it's not the destination but it's the journey and your journey took you there and your journey is still going Definitely. i know you dreamed about being on tv when you were young as well yes, watching yes. all that and Man. nickelodeon and all that and you know you've appeared in cobra kai and obviously rap yeah. shit so yeah. like what's it like to see those things come come together for you man it's just <laughs> <laughs> It's a beautiful thing, man. <laughs> no, for real. It's just like, it's surreal. And the way the opportunities align itself and how Easy Money got on there. Because the type of energy I put on Easy Money when I recorded, I know that's how the whole situation with Issa Rae came about. Like, mm. that was the first song I recorded for me in L.A. Because mm. I was like, wow. really in the vibe. I was binge watching Insecure. And I was <laughs> like, you know, being there, I visited L.A. plenty of times. But just living there, you really can, you know, observe the energy. And like I said, I was binge watching Insecure. And I was like, man, really want to get some music placed on there. And mm. then it was like, oh, it's the final season. I'm like, yo, now I got to get some on there. What the fuck, man? Yeah. What we doing? And um, so I made easy money. And even I was looking back, like I was tagging her and shit, like on my story. And so it's just <laughs> crazy how it all a line and um I got that opportunity off her music supervisor just doing my research as far as like who's working at the company who can who's reachable if she you know if she's at the top you sometimes you can't always get the CEO and she even said that you got to network across you know mm-hmm. everybody always want to network up but it's really true for that so it's just like shout out to Sarah she's the uh, music supervisor for mm-hmm. radio um amazing amazing girl I like like when I met her in person um I just fucking cried because it was just like yo I got this amazing opportunity and and I'm really about to be on TV, a place, like you said, I've seen myself since I was a kid. So yeah. it was just, it was really beautiful how it all came together. And, mm-hmm. and I, I appreciate it. It's just only up from here. Like, yeah. you know, they working on the movie, set it off. So I'm trying to shoot my shot for Cleo mm-hmm. at this point. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yo, he's up with me. <laughs> and, you know, the, 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 the situation where you wanted the, uh, the song placed on Insecure and then it ends up on Rap Shit, yeah. it's a lesson in patience. You know, yeah. being an artist, being a creator, it really in life, you, yeah. you know, you want 
something one way and then it happens another way but it turns out to be a blessing in disguise exactly it's something that you you know we have to kind of get be okay with things not happening in the time that we want them but Mm -hmm. rather the time that they're meant to happen and it's always bigger than what you you i mean god's plan i'm thinking like i said i'm like all right i just want to get a song place i really just want to go to the writing camp god like hold on (laughs) nah you're gonna be on the show Mm -hmm. you feel what i'm saying and to be a part of that show that uh means so much um to female rap you know what i mean and just really she had every type of rap on every type of female rapper you got the you know the uh i like to call them it, it's a it's a podcast i did called pussy rap you know mm-hmm. the pussy rap rappers yeah. you know what i mean you got the uh she had the woke rapper she had the white rapper she had me the dyke rapper goddamn she literally <laughs> showed the whole spectrum of female rappers on there and i, I really appreciate it she, i mean the show's amazing yeah i think the last episode is about to drop Next week, so yeah, every Thursday, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, Tap in. yeah. it seemed like Shoshana was hating on you and us. Yeah, <laughs> no, one. she was hating on the nigga, right? Yo, it's yo, I don't know why they be hating on me, man. And it's funny you say that because that scene, like originally, that wasn't in the shit. It wasn't in the scene. They had to like hit me, and I had to approve that being. I should have been mm-hmm. like, hell no, nah, but I was just. <laughs> but I was like, look, shit, we put me in second season, mm-hmm. shit, because at this point, rap shit didn't turn into rap beef. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like <laughs> you can't be talking that shit don't think it gonna come back Shonda what's up like I slid it uh uh I slid in a DM I was like yo <laughs> I was like yo it's on site so when we met in person you know she was a vibe man the whole cast crew mm. fire man yeah Misa has an amazing team an amazing yeah. squad and she has an amazing ear and eye for talent for sure I mean she, she got me <laughs> <laughs> she's doing something right you know what I mean she tapped in man yeah. she tapped in yeah and the the senior end was so realistic it reminds me of when bobby schmurter was performing on, on the table yes. around the label execs there's a bunch of like white people looking Yo, like, like yeah i don't really know what this is but this seems cool this this is she's next up uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah shooting that shit because like that was during the pandemic too mm-hmm. and um you know i of course i haven't performed in so long but i was like i am <sighs> tired as fuck <laughs> we ran that shit back a couple times mm. you feel me but uh, <laughs> mm. that shit was hard and that's what I thought about too when I did it cause I was on the table yeah. scene, you feel me it was just it was beautiful man it was just it was like hilarious. yo damn I'm really here man that was my first time in Miami Miami was hot as fuck yes. first time first class you feel mm. me well doing work shit first, you know what I mean getting right. blued out type shit so yeah it was fire man mm-hmm. fire and you mentioned performing like I, that's something that for me you know, it's it's one thing to listen to an artist on Spotify through yeah. headphones, enjoy that, and then seeing them live is what really like. It's like, all right, I really fuck with this yes, artist. So yes. seeing you do Easy Money after listening to it all week, it's like, oh nah, like some really <laughs> like that. Like, how how did you develop your performance skill? Um, how did I develop? It's really just performing, man. It was a lot of trial and error. I used mm-hmm. to be extremely shy. I didn't want to like. Um, you don't seem shy. Well, I know, right? <laughs> now, now I'm just way more comfortable with right. myself now. But I remember, like in eighth grade, it was like a, a talent show. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I wrote this rap. It was like an educational rap. And I forget what beat. I think it was like "Shake Shake a Tail Feather" with uh, Nelly and that. <laughs> oh, oh, go on, drop it low. But I made it like an educational rap. Mm-hmm. So I was supposed to go out there and perform. But I got on that stage. I seen all them four looking at me. You know what I'm saying. Okay, <laughs> I stood out there, looked around, and just walked off. I said, "All right, yeah, nah, I'm, I'm I ain't ready yet." Mm-hmm. But um, I started off like performing with homies, so that kind of helped me, you know. what I mean, get used to being on the stage. And mm-hmm. once I got used to being on the stage, I started performing by myself, and that just you know helped solidify. And also just you know watching other people perform. Like uh, I had a homie; he's actually uh, from New York, and R.P. Naj Murph, man. Um, I used to watch him perform. We used to be on a lot of bills together, and he used to fucking 
kill the stage. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Like amazing presence. And I used to definitely pull. I pulled from him a couple times because it's like if you're going after a nigga like that, you better bring it. You mm. feel what I'm saying? I mean, he that nigga rocked the hell out of stage. So yeah, R.I.P. to my boy. Um, just yeah, trial and error. Mm. Open mics. Um, my brother said watching uh, BT uh, my whole life. Mm. <laughs> Got you. So I am a product of BT watching you know music videos. I used to record the um, award shows on VHS and just mm. really being tapped in. And like I said, I, I really studied it. Yeah. And even when I didn't know I was studying, when I was just being a consumer, being a fan, it's, it was studying it. You feel me? So, 100%. Yeah. Got to. You got to be a student of the game. You forgot got to. to. Always, always. And it's brought you to the point where you've been able to open for Asian Doll, Currency, yes. Trinidad James. Yeah, I, the, 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 reading that was great because I remember 2013 when All Gold Everything was going Man, crazy. I remember <laughs> the first, like Trinidad, that's my personal partner you feel mm -hmm. what i'm saying like that's my dog now i wish i had the shoes on he um he gave me uh, a pair of his homework to all yellow because you know i always wear yellow so mm -hmm. when he was dropping the yellow shit i was like yo now you know mm -hmm. i bought my first pair of skinny jeans from nick man from trinidad you feel me like you see that's my dog he used to uh manage this uh fire ass store in downtown atlanta and we all used to just it became a hangout spot mm -hmm. so when he started like really going hard with the music and we all go everything i knew it was fire when my mama was like who is this <laughs> she loved that line where he was like uh i don't fuck with no snitches so don't, don't tell, tell me who telling yep. <laughs> This one for them colleges. You feel what I'm saying? Man, I, I remember he was shooting a video. I was uh, too young to get in the club. I was like, oh, let me in. I ain't even have like a real idea. I had my oldest ID trying to get in the shit, <laughs> trying to be in the video and shit. That shit was, it was a beautiful time. That, that moment, man, was huge. And just, you know, being, you know, doing music and seeing like, you know, homies blowing up. It's like, okay. This mm -hmm. shit is attainable. It's reachable. And I can do it too. It's like shit. It's like a drive-by shit. My mm -hmm. nigga get shot. I shot too, goddamn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, man. Like shout out to Trinidad. That's my that's my partner, man. Mm -hmm. I'm, I really like just your aura, your energy. Like you're just a very like charismatic person. Thank and you, thank I, you. I would like to consider myself the same. And I like to have fun, but a little too much fun. And so in doing my research on you, I, I read the story about how uh, you got a little too lit at the airport. Oh, Missed yeah. two flights Yo. that ended up on the flight with Issa. Man, no, for real, bro. Like, that shit was crazy. I was lit as hell, and I was ready to get to the crib. I was like, man, all right, I did what I need to do. Let me get to the crib. I kept mm -hmm. missing flights. And I was just like, at first, I, and I, I was even on my story talking. She was like, man, but let me chill. Because, you know, it's no such thing as, like, you know, shit happens on for a reason. Yes. And I literally said, I was like, all right, I'm missing my flight, but whatever, uh... Obviously, somebody here God want me to meet. Mm -hmm. Literally, literally, fucking, I'm like, like I said, at this point, when I get on the plane, I'm drunk as fuck, I pass out immediately. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? I think I even missed the free food. I was so tired. <laughs> and uh, as soon as we land, I was like, all right, bet. Thank you, Jesus. And I um, fucking look up, and Issa's like two seats up from me. I'm like, mm -hmm. I look, I literally look up. I start laughing. I said, thank you, God. Thank you. You feel what I'm saying? Because we didn't really, we didn't talk on set because, you know, it's work. Yeah. And she working, I'm working. I can't be like, oh my God, I love you. <laughs> thank you so much. So uh, I'm glad God was able to give us that moment. And, you know, we chopped it up. And um, I just told her how, pretty much how I made Easy Money, like from watching Insecure. And I really just wanted to get it placed in there. Because I literally, I told her the whole thing of it because it was, she was uh, the janitor. You know what I mean? That shit was straight, not, the, you know, the maintenance person at the uh, apartment yep. shit. And she was 
stress the fuck out, you know, although it's stressful, it's, it's, it's easy money a little bit. So I really made that song for that part of her character in the show. Yeah. So like when I broke it all down to her, she was like, oh my God. I was like, yeah, it's in the energy I put on that. Like, cause even Sarah, when she hit me, like when I was all crying, I was like, thank you. She was like, no, you did that. We played like so many songs and <laughs> she picked your song. And I was like, yo, mm. it's amazing, man. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, so I want to talk about your production company um, that you started, Dream Big Productions. Yeah. Well, when did that come together and like what's what's the goal with that? Um, It came together when I really started going hard with it. I was already always interested in video and uh, video production. Um, it was like 2017. I got my taxes. You know, you got to buy, do a big purchase. So you mm-hmm. got to feel when them taxes come. <laughs> yes. I was like, man, I want to buy some ways. Like, all right, cool. I know I got it. Mm-hmm. I had my whip, so I was straight. So I was like, all right, got my taxes. I like, I've researched the cameras and shit for a minute. And I remember the girl I was with, she was like, you don't need to buy no cameras. She just wanted the bread. She just wanted the spurs. I'm mm-hmm. like, girl, fuck you. I'm getting this camera. You feel mm-hmm. me? And honestly, Best decision I ever made because everybody needs their moments captured. Every, I mean, it didn't got me in so many rooms, so many doors around, so many amazing people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, ever since then, I really just bought it to shoot my shit because it was just like I needed to constantly, you know, put out content, music videos. And, you know, it gets pricey when you got to pay someone to do it every single time. Yeah. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to learn it myself and mm-hmm. I'm going to make it do what it do. And ever since then, it's been, I mean, sheesh, it's took off. Like I said, that was really the best investment investment i ever made i, I shouldn't have shot videos for uh major artists mm-hmm. um what's the uh chick i can't even think of her name just a lot of artists you know mm-hmm. i done shot for capital uh record artist shout out to my boy mike you feel what i'm saying he always put me in position to shoot videos for his artists and stuff mm-hmm. like that so yeah and um, also from my research, I found that you will be part of a new Amazon scripted series about the music industry. I, I know you okay, can't. Yeah, I can't. I, I know yeah, you can't yeah, talk yeah, too yeah, much yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's um, yeah, that's definitely in the works. Like it's beginning, beginning, beginning stages mm-hmm. of it. But I'm super excited to be a part of it. My cousin uh, did the alley you for that. Boom! Shout out to my cousin Sam, man. Love you. And um, it's just it. It was crazy when he, you know, brought the idea to me. We, of course, we did, like, conference calls and stuff like that. But then he, I didn't hit him for a good little minute. And then, like, right before he hit me with the news that, you know, that it got sold, my mom hit me, like, two weeks or a week before. I was just like, what happened to the thing you were working on with your cousin? And I'm just like, <laughs> so I said, I don't know. I ain't heard nothing. And then literally, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. he hit me like, yo, it's been sold. And, you know, I definitely want you forefront mm-hmm. in every way possible so acting writing the song so it's gonna be it's gonna be dope i'm mm-hmm. super excited i've been thinking about that one for a minute yeah yeah let's let's jump back to the music so some of my favorite songs by you sarah smiles when she's high that's my favorite too that's your favorite I, like the that's one of that my tops okay. yeah yeah okay i also love 22 oh, detox love. smoke with me yeah dice with auto-tune and <laughs> little uh little sunny song and um something uh, a resounding theme in your music is that you you, you like to smoke <laughs> you, yeah you yes, like to get definitely. high I, yes yes <laughs> i've calmed down a bit yeah. but i do enjoy a blunt 
or two. Okay, I, I was, I, I, I was going to ask if you're a backwards person, a, a joint person. I smoke weed, so it really don't matter. <laughs> don't, you feel what I'm saying? don't matter what like, the apparatus is. It don't is. matter what it is. What, what we rolling it with? What we got? Right. Shit, you feel what I'm saying? As long as it's weed, we you straight. Make it do what you feel it do. me? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do enjoy a backwood every once in the blue because it do make you, you be like, oh. It's, it's different. It's different. Oh, all right, I, I feel this one. But, you know, sometimes I'm asking myself, like, am I addicted to the weed or to, to the tobacco? So I right. try not to smoke. I definitely don't smoke those a lot, though. But yeah. um, my favorite rap would be the games. Mm-hmm. The games. Those, yeah. yeah, those are my favorite. I, I could sure. definitely flex the game. It's been, it's been a little while. I've, yeah. I've tried to cut back myself. But, yeah, you know but what I mean? Always flex. You, you, you never lose that skill. Oh, you never. never. I know it. how to roll everything, too. I know how to roll the papers, the backwards. Uh-huh. I'm talking about shit. We're going to get it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, well, one thing I really admire and I would love for you to speak about, because um, you mentioned it earlier in, in the interview, you referred to yourself as a dyke. And I know that historically, <laughs> that's been a, a, a negative term <laughs> yes. but for you it's something that you are reclaiming and you know proudly projecting and putting it out there and you know it's it's, it's yeah, dope it's I, really I, dope to see <laughs> yeah you know I was uh, talking to a homie the other day and it was just like Dyke is really like the nigger in, uh, mm. <laughs> in the LGBTQ community for real because <laughs> it's, so, it. it's so hard like, it is Dyke, yeah like, and personally I didn't used to like it for real but then shit like I said once I don't really give a fuck man mm. I, I just and then people going Dyke is really like the white ones though, the mm. white uh butch woman. <laughs> <laughs> Stud is the appropriate one, but uh, I like the word Dyke. It's funny. It's cute. Yeah. <laughs> Dyke. <laughs> so I know you've also been featured on BT Revolt, Hip Hop yes. DX, hey. 106 in Park, Sway's oh, yeah. Universe. 106 in Park. Damn. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a legendary shit. It is. It is. I, I think everybody dreams about Man, that. Man, for real. Everybody for real. You know that. what's funny, too, right? I remember years ago, before I even. Has went to the studio, knew who the fuck I was going to be, what my rap name was going to be type shit. Um, I had sent them a, a, a submission for, what was that shit on Wednesday they would do? I oh, uh, Wild Out Wednesday? Yeah, well, yeah, it was Wild yeah. Out Wednesday. Okay, yeah. but on Wild Out Wednesday, I sent a video submission. <laughs> I wish I still had this email because I would love to find out who the fuck sent this email to me. They was like, uh, it was it was a video of me just rapping in the bathroom and, you know, I mean, when I look at that video too, I say, yeah, I understand what they said. What they said, I was not ready. <laughs> <laughs> and they was like, uh, you know, some people need to stick to the books. I'm like, damn, mm. it broke my heart. I deleted it. I don't like to keep shit like that in my vicinity. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. I was just like, damn that. But it made me go harder because it's just like, now, granted, I know my submission compared to all the submissions they get was not like I'm in the bathroom rapping. And you know what I mean? And my flow was not what it is today. And it was the bars was there, but you know, the flow and the voice, you know what I mean? That was just, that took a long time to find, especially being a female rapper and how I present myself as well. So yeah. I went through hella voices trying to figure it out and like what, what a work for me type shit. But yeah, they went in on my head. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was intern, got an executive, but we, I got to find you. I wish I could find that email. But <laughs> Look I at me now. You know what I mean? I made it, baby. You feel me? Hey, stick to the books, nigga. Fuck them books. Now, <laughs> fuck school nah stay in school yeah. Uh, yeah. shit Glorilla said that well she got famous off spelling stay in school shout out to Glorilla man <laughs> <laughs> and well, what's it like now you know I feel like um, you know, female rap was always strong, but it feels like now there are a lot more stars than like you know previously. Like when we had oh, yeah. we had the Nicki run for a while yeah. back in the day. It was Lil yeah. Kim, Remy Ma, Trina, as you mentioned. Yeah. Now there's so many. We uh, got City Girls. We got Glo- Glorilla. You, yes. We got Lotto. Lotto's one of my favorites. I love yeah, Lotto. Love like Lotto. there's so many talented people. Ooh. So how, how's it feel to be coming up and really gaining 
prominence in this era where there's so many of you cooking. Man, I fucking love to see it. All of them are just doing their thing and bringing every, you know what I mean, bringing an aspect to it that 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 is missing. Mm-hmm. And um, like you say, you know, we had our Nikki run, and I love Nikki, boy. Mm-hmm. I, whew, I, I was thinking about the other day, I was listening to... Um, well, her new song, and I was like, yo, Nikki voice just, it's just different. Nobody got that voice like her, you feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? She's top tier, Lil' Kim, I, everyone top tier. So I, I love to see it, and it's a beautiful time for uh, for female rappers. And, you know, it's just time to be in that discussion. Because even now, it's a lot of us, but we still don't get put in that discussion when they say, who's your top five rappers? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they still say the niggas, you know yep. what I'm saying? Like, you got, but that's why I love Lil Wayne, too. Lil Wayne is my favorite rapper, for sure. But, mm-hmm. you know, he always give it to Missy Elliott. Yeah. Always. And I got to give it to her, too. Like, she top tier lyricist person just overall. Uh, yeah. So I, I love that I'm a part of the conversation. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That I'm not uh, looked over. Because I mean, I had niggas tell me, oh, the world's not ready for a gay female rapper. I'm like, nigga, Ellen got a show on <laughs> fucking TV. What the yeah. fuck you telling me the world ain't ready? You just you just not the one. You Man, know what I'm saying? You're not sure. ready. Yeah, I mean, that's what I said. No, it's just like, all right, move. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, it's a beautiful thing and it's a beautiful time. I'm just so proud, like I said, to be a part of the conversation. I, and I love every all the female rappers. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I love Flo Millie. Yeah. Uh, this is I, I be fucking people names up. I suck at that sometimes. Uh, Manolo, I know her and Flo Millie got a song. Manaleo. Manaleo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, she's dope. Ah, Super dope. I mean, shit. Mm-hmm. I, that not humping. We not humping. Yeah. Yo, oh, <laughs> she said some bar was like some Halloween bar. I was just like, oh, she, I, I fuck with her like. Yeah, I, they, all of them come in all different shapes and sizes. They always try to do the cookie cutter and shit like that. But nah, you got to mix it up. Shit, we got um, we don't want everybody looking the same. You feel what I'm saying? I yep. hate how they they try to like even with Glorilla. They was like, I hope she don't get no BBL. She was like, I'm already the thickest. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You ain't got she. Ain't, she know she ain't got to do all that shit. <laughs> really, that bitch give fucked by the nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, I love to see it. And like I said, I'm just happy to be a part of the conversation. 100%. Um, a, a bar I really enjoy from you, and I'm not going to make a Super Bowl joke, but um, backing it up, you say, switch the team up, still one in the next season, Ooh. call me Brady. Tom Brady being a Patriots fan. Ooh, like, it's still one <laughs> the next season. Yeah, Let me yeah. tell you. Yes, yeah. man. That was a that was a jab to some mm-hmm. niggas. You feel what I'm saying? Because yeah. you do got to switch the team up, and they think when you switch the team up, you're going to lose, mm-hmm. baby. No. <laughs> you feel what Switch the team up, still win the next season, call me Brady. Mm-hmm. I never tell one bitch to pull up. I always hit two because you know that bitch you be shady. <laughs> you a big sports fan though? Uh, no. No, no. <laughs> like I'm just I'm tall as hell, so people will be thinking I can ball, mm-hmm. and I talk a lot of shit. Like, oh man, <laughs> I'm, I'm just too busy to go to the court. Yeah. And I uh, like played basketball for like a week in high school. They was trying like, oh, you tall? I'm like, yo, nigga, do you see how I walk? Like I'm like duck foot, flat foot as fuck. Like I told my mama I walk this way because she probably was making fun of other models' walks. And here now she got a daughter who can't even fucking walk straight. You feel mm-hmm. I me? Mean? <laughs> but uh, you know, I always say with black people, you know, we all can't be Chris Brown. It's either uh, music or sports with me, and I chose music. <laughs> yeah, you gotta know, like you feel um, me. Uh, Cordae has that line: "God gave LeBron height, and he gave me a pen." You feel me? <laughs> exactly, man. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, who? I, I, now, I, I would assume it's Trina, but I'm gonna let you answer. Who, who would be your, your dream collaboration or collaborations? Missy Elliott, Nicki Minaj. Um, I would love to do something with Trina too because I love making ratchet. Like I love talking shit. Like I said, the way she came on and just talked shit, that was the first time I seen a female rapper just 
stick with a nigga. Like, mm-hmm. ooh, I like I know what the fuck they were saying on then, but when I got older, I was like, yo, hold up, bitch. I, I understand why <laughs> tricks and hold up, hold up. Now you say you need you on my team. Nah, for real. <laughs> um, for real, for sure. Mm-hmm. Timberland. Um because uh, I loved Aaliyah growing up. Like that she was definitely like my favorite uh female artist growing up. Her and Left Eye was like love them. Mm-hmm. Um who else? Like Drake, fuck the Drake, Wayne, Chris Brown. Like I would love to work with anybody that want to work with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Definitely. They, they can all get the bars. Right? Exactly. <laughs> everybody can get the bars. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, for sure. Um, you, you you had a thing where you were dropping on the 22nd of every month. Yeah. Uh, what's what's the number 22 mean to you? Um, I don't know, man. It just I felt very pulled to that number. Even mm-hmm. like the first song I dropped this year was. 22, 22. Yep. feel what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I ain't go, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I was really pulled to that number, honestly. Mm-hmm. And the year was 22. Right. And, yeah, it just I feel like it's a beautiful number. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, when can we expect the, the next project? Man, hopefully before this year, I, I am, uh, I fit, the project's done, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? At this point, I'm just, you know, shopping it around, just trying to handle the business part of it, shopping around. I want to definitely get a, a distribution deal for it versus just putting it out myself because I always put my music out myself. And I think I've done an amazing job just, you know, with no budget, no extra help. It's just me doing the damn thing. So it's just like if I get, well, when I get the budget for this project, I already know I'm going to take myself to whole new heights. So it's just really, um, that but I told myself honestly I was like yo if I don't um, get the distribution for this project because I mean I made that shit me and Tasha Couture shout out to Tasha Couture it's, yeah. a, it's a collab project uh, Hollywood yeah. Um, called, yeah, called Hollywood so I mean I'm super excited to drop it everything is done you feel what I'm saying mm-hmm. we made it one night she was in the city I was like alright let's just go to the studio let's make a collab project let's mm-hmm. do it you feel me and I think she actually hit me so I was like yo when you come out here shit let's, mm-hmm. let's make it do what it do and so it's just like man it's so fire I listen to them records like every day I got two two on there my favorite it's called once called so I did it mm-hmm. and blocked <laughs> block gonna get me in trouble I know it is I, just, but, I feel like I already know oh what it's about oh my god look I done said names <laughs> oh, oh my <laughs> yo blocked is good but it, I really made it for like sync too you know mm-hmm. for it to get easily picked up in like movies and TV shows so I made the songs pretty like if it was a, a movie or something it'd fit like okay yeah that'd go perfect there type mm-hmm. shit so man I, I'm, I wanna put this out I really want to put it out November 1st, you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, 11-1, you feel me? So, yeah. What's that experience like making music, you know, for yourself versus like making music for shows and movies? Like, did you feel like you have to approach it a different way or? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely got to approach it a different way. Um, even when I'm songwriting um, for other artists, so, you know, I got to pretty much approach it like I'm them. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? And, um like, even sometimes when I be writing the female rappers' songs and shit, you know what I mean? I, I arch my back a little bit to get in character. <laughs> <laughs> and when I am making stuff for sync, it's just simple. Mm-hmm. Simple stuff really, uh, you know, the kiss method, keep it simple, stupid, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, easy money, easiest. I wrote that song so quick. Mm-hmm. I was like the corniest song I think I ever wrote. You feel what I'm saying? Not corny, but it's just it's like dope, catchy. Catchy yeah. and just like, all right, let me just do put put something out real quick. And, you know, and I love it. It's, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> it's just, it's fun. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just really approaching it for a fun. And even when I uh, wrote the song for um, Central Park, um, it was like, 
uh, Esther Dean, shout out to Esther. She gave me the alley oop on that. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? Because she's a voice on the show on Central Park. So y'all make sure y'all tap into that. I think um, I think it's new season should be out uh, next month in September. And um, like she taught me so much when I was writing, you know, writing it for us. She was like, okay, you got to like, uh, you got to be a character. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Her voice is like a character. That's why she a fucking character on right. the show. So just like being extremely animated, being very descriptive. Because I had to make a few changes and they, you know, pretty much tell you what the scene is going to be like. So you got to bring that scene to life. And I love that. Like when I first... um even like I said, when I was a kid, I wanted, I remember it was a uh, contest to write the theme song for Pokemon mm. when I was like seven years old. Of course, I didn't, I didn't have the resources to do it. And I remember when I was a kid, I was like, man, if I had a studio, I would <laughs> literally like submit some shit. You know mm. what I mean? But I'm, what, you know what I mean? Like my parents, they, they didn't really know what I was, uh, that I liked music that much because I was like shy as hell. So right. I was like, man, I always wanted to, you know, write music and do voiceovers for cartoons. Like, yeah, my brothers, like I said, they amazing artists. So the whole plan was them, you know, make a cartoon. I'm going to do all the music and all the voice and shit mm. so yeah it's, it's crazy to see these dreams come true you feel what I'm saying you, you get the vision and you just fucking go after it yeah. Like, yeah so we got rap we got acting we got production company we Man. got we got your very expansive repertoire <sighs> what what skills would you like to add to your repertoire as as time passes mm. God, that's a good one. I feel like I'm just I'm just honing in on the ones that I got now. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll get some basketball lessons and <laughs> <laughs> so I can duck on the nigga. You know what I mean? Could call Maybe, up Bron and AD. You, you feel what I'm saying? Because I want to be invited to Drake House with YK yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Ball, you feel what I'm saying? So I need to get get right because, you know, Drake ain't finna put 50 on my head. You feel nah, what I'm saying? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just honing in and just mastering these crafts and um, just being a mogul, you feel what I'm saying? Um, like, I definitely want to get more in tune like I said with the voice acting as well just yeah. utilizing what I got to make it do what it do and I do want to uh, dive more into my production company as far as like telling stories and uh, docu-series I love documentaries and docu-series so yeah I'm just I'm excited to see what all it you know God's plan like I said I try not to plan so much and I work hard but um, I also like to leave room for God to work you yeah. feel what I'm saying it's a tag team thing I can't go so hard every day because sometimes when you do that you you overwork yourself you overstress yourself out so it's like leave room for him to work you know mm-hmm. what I mean so and I learned that with the easy money you feel what I'm saying cause like he, like they like uh, radio they do a writing camp in LA yep. right and I wanted to go but I didn't have the connect quite yet and I like I said I found uh, her team on you know Instagram and stuff so I reached out but they didn't see the DM until after the stuff so yeah, but I found out where the studio was at. I found out exactly where everybody was because I'm famous for like sneaking in the studio <laughs> session. That's how I met Sway. Like I met Sway because I barged in on this nigga while he was live on the radio and wow. demanded to freestyle. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? You gotta go get it you, sometimes. You gotta get it. <laughs> now me and Sway like... <sighs> That's Locked that's in. family, man. Yeah. Like I was just on his uh show the other day, so about the freestyle I did on that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> that shit gonna go viral. I swear to God, right. that, that shit's gonna go viral. It's gonna go crazy. But um and I I snuck in the uh Dreamville J. Cole uh session too, but I got pulled out that motherfucker real quick because mm-hmm. it wasn't a lot of females in there anyway, so I kinda stuck uh stuck out like a sore thumb. Right. But like I said, I found out where the writing camp where the studio was at and and I remember I was sitting in the car, I was like 
you know what? I was like, I'm going to chill and I, I'm going to go back to the crib because they're going to invite me. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Versus me like uh, 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 doing what I usually do. And I think that was the best decision I ever made because I got invited to be on the show. You feel what I'm saying? So, yes, yes, yes. Leave got to leave room for God to work. You know what I mean? Or else you're just going to overstretch yourself out because you're not in this alone even when you are alone. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Just follow your gut and just keep working and stay prayed up and leave leave a little room for my boy to do his thing. Man, um, last question. If you had to make a playlist of Sunny MF Essentials, five songs for someone to get to know you as an artist, what are the five songs you would pick? Ooh, uh, five songs. All right, Aaliyah, Are You That Somebody? Uh, Waterfalls, TLC, uh, Little Bit, Drake, mm. uh, Birdman, JR, Lil Wayne, and I got one more, right? Mm-hmm. Big pimping, Jay Z. Mm. <laughs> I am big pimping, so I gotta. Damn, but then I want to say, was I typed the text to a girl I used to see? Yeah, that yeah. was my shit too. So yeah, yeah, I'll say those. Actually, I meant to ask, well, what's what's the MF in your name stand for? Mother's favorite. Now I'm like, do, do it gotta be clean? Look, when I'm when it's PG, you know what I mean? It's mother's favorite. Yeah. I had to find a flip for that motherfucker, mm-hmm. but it's really motherfucker. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I thought so. I just yeah. wanted to make sure. I yeah, didn't yeah. Assume. My mom, she she was she was on my head. She did not like that. But she always go all that cursing and tattoo. Oh, I ain't gotta do all that. I'm like, mommy, it means mother's favorite. Mm-hmm. She's like, you can't get in, in the White House. You know, she old school. You can't get in the White House with MF. I'm like, girl, don't nobody even want to go to the White House. Niggas is turning down that invitation, babies. They got Trump in there. You know what I'm saying? They letting mm-hmm. any nigga in there yeah. that was the biggest nigga we had in there you feel me <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so mf motherfucker mother's favorite you know sure. whatever setting we in <laughs> whatever works both work both work you feel <laughs> what i'm saying well thank you again so much for your time it was really amazing to have you here um pr- tell the people where to find you and if you got anything to promote please let, let, let the people know Yo, what's good? It's Sunny MF. Appreciate you um, for having me, man. Appreciate oh, that, yes. my dog. Um, y'all can find me at Sunny MF. On Twitter, it's Sunny MF. And on Instagram, it's Sunny.MF. That's S-U-N-I dot M-F. You know what I mean? Tap in. And just stay tuned. I'm working on so many things. You know what I mean? Shout out, mm. look, Lena Wave. Shout out to Lena Wave, man. She followed me. We be in the hey. DMs and shit. So I'm like, y'all, I'm trying to. I'm definitely about to be in this acting shit going crazy. So I'm super excited about that. But just stay tuned. Tap in with me. I'm a funny nigga. I'm cool. I'll be chilling. You feel what I'm saying? If you bad, slide in. You know, maybe we can have some fun. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. Unless you're serious. I'm joking. <laughs> unless you're serious. My, you know. <laughs> well, this has been Busy Sessions with Sunny MF. And, of course, y'all know, it's not just an interview. We got a performance coming for you. Sunny MF did Easy Money, which you heard on episode one of Rap Shit. So yes, make sure you tap into that. Subscribe to the YouTube channel right here. The button going to be right around here. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the busy verse. Stay busy. Tell a friend to tell a friend about Sunny MF. Stay tuned to all that Sunny MF is doing. But most importantly, make sure that you stay safe, stay humble, and stay busy. Baby girl, baby girl, how you feeling? I've been out in the world, staying busy Taking time, getting right if you miss me I've been out in the world, staying busy Monday's 9 a.m. Monday's 9 a.m. Party with the gang Every week, tell a friend Ain't you heard? Ain't you heard?
got the vibes. Put you on. Put you on. Got the slides. Got the slides. I'm the size. I'm the size. Running down. No, we hold it down. Baby girl, baby girl, how you feeling? I've been out in the world, staying busy. Taking time, getting right. If you miss me, I've been out in the world, staying busy.